Hey guys, here with Kieran Garside in Sydney, live in person, which is exciting for me because I'm usually online on Zoom. Oh, absolutely, and I'm just glad that the uh, the weather turned it on for you guys coming down here today, actually. Yeah, so hopefully we don't get too wet from the sweat. It's a very hot day. Oh, it's... Uh... Yeah, it's it's a bit steamy. I need to choose better colours for the for the company. So yeah, I like the colours. I think it you know fits in. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> cool man. Uh, so we're going to chat about you today, yep. and we're going to find out you know about your journey getting into business. What what the reason is why you've gone into your business, and some of the things that you wish you learnt sooner. You know, some of the things that you're like, oh, if only I knew that, that could have really shortened my my growth and my understanding and maybe reduced a lot of stress. Yep, for sure. Um, so we, when I say we, I mean, I, I started the business in 2019. Um, I think it was the 1st of July, um, the new financial year. I'd been working for my old boss, uh, doing commercial uh, service and maintenance work. Um, so I pretty much reached, reached the ceiling very, very quickly there with what, um, what I could achieve in the electrical sort of trade. Um, so I always had ambitions of doing something more. Um, and I guess the, the next step for me was to run my own business and to do my own thing. So um, one of the stepping stones for me was um, solar and renewable energy was sort of, it'd been around for a couple of years. Um, and I just looked at that as like a potential sort of feather in the cap to have against a lot of other guys that were sort of still running around um, locally speaking. So I did that and um, I had no idea of where I was really going or how I was doing anything. I was sort of figuring it out as um, each day as it sort of went. So I had a couple of contacts that did small scale um, construction and renovation work and I just sort of let them know. I was like, hey, um, I've gone out on my own. I'm sparky. This is what I can do. And um, pretty quickly I, I ended up on a decent size renovation just by myself. So. I was cheering. I was like, this is awesome. Like, you know, I picked up a renovation, which is going to go for a couple of months here. And I'm, I'm a one man band. So I've got plenty of work on, you know, and, um, I'm set. Yeah. Literally. I was like, this is, this is too good to be true. Right. I've got five days of, of work a week, um, for the next uh, month or two at least. And then, you know, I can sort of fill the time with just little odds and sods, um, give myself a chance to sort of network a little bit and get my my name out there anyway, but, um, organically that happened just by people understanding that I'd gone out on my own. So referrals was pretty much the only way I generated business. And to this day is probably the biggest thing that, um, has propped us up is just referrals and, and word of mouth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, had, had no training at all. Um, I'd, I'd come from, uh, obviously a service and maintenance background where we utilized Simpro as like a job management system. Now, to me, that was quite complex when I was an employee. Yeah. Um, so I set up ServiceMate early on and um, it's a very, very easy to use tool. Um, but again, no one was telling me what I needed to do there. I was just sort of like going with the flow. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, I, you needed it. that's exactly right. And look, credit to like a lot of people doing that because... You, you will not learn more ever than doing something like that without any training or whatever else. Like you've got to go through some hard times and you've got to like, you know, you've got to get bitten in the ass sometimes for you to learn like a pretty major thing. Yes. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of having to do that, unfortunately, the hard way over the past four years sometimes, not all the time. But, um, yeah, it's, 
no, absolutely no idea really what we were doing. We were just sort of going with the flow. Work would come in of different sizes and, you know, at, at a, at a very, very uh, simple level, you know, you invoice your, your, for your hours and your materials, yeah. chase the money up when you can. And then if another job comes in, you, you try and win that job. And that's literally, that was the, the makeup of my company yeah. for four years. Yeah. So, um, keeps you busy enough, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, the, uh, my business was dictated by everyone else's work. You know, like we weren't um, going out there and generating our own new business. Yeah. It was literally like the universe was just throwing leads at us, essentially. Well, it was. Reactive versus in proactive growth. That's, that's correct. So we were very reactive and we have been. Um, but that's, at the same time, we've been busy enough, so it hasn't been an issue. Yeah. But, um, you know, sometimes the good times don't always last and you actually need to go out there and generate new business, try and find new people to talk to. And I think a lot of people get scared about selling themselves to someone for perspective, you know, for new work. And it, and it is, it's that fear of rejection, right? Like no one wants to be rejected. You're like, this is what we can do guys. Surely, surely you want to use us. So yeah, exactly. So that's, that's pretty much been our story to date. Um, definitely have wanted and needed some sort of structure around just the basics. Yeah. Cause honestly, like you, you were a tradesman first and then you decide that you want to run a business, but there's, there is no, there's no training there. It's just, here's your ticket. Yeah. It's, there's my license. Like, let's go out there. Let's, let's, let's do this guys. I don't know if I'm, you know, if you've got, if you're getting paid for all your hours, you don't know all the unbillable hours that you're doing. You're just like. It's just a part of life, guys. You're running a business, you're running a trade, and this is this is just what you do, you know? Could you imagine doing that for your electrical trade? No training, going out, no license. Like, here's your license, you're an electrician now, just go and give it a shot? No. No, 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 no. Exactly. And that's, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit silly. Like, you go out there and you're like, I'm going to go run a business. And you're like, oh, no one's told me how to do that. You're just sort of out there doing what you know how to do, which is be a tradesman. Yeah do the work yeah. and then and that's why we see people just get stuck as sole traders yeah i never know how to actually run the business to scale up for me yeah and it's a huge jump from being a sole trader to um having employees because the i guess the risks goes up significantly higher and um but also the reward goes up massively as well yeah. if you get to um if you get to watch people grow like in the trade but also like grow as a human being as well like that's that's a very that's that's a special experience so um and that's what we're all about so so talk, talk to me about like some of the biggest challenges you were facing like pre-academy and then maybe your experience coming in and then what you've learned like through incubator and then now being in strategic boards like what do you think has been the biggest impact call things for you or so i guess the first class we did in incubator um first thing you guys told us to do was to put our alley rate up and yeah. that was probably probably the the best course of action yeah. um again like a little bit more information on that you don't really know what you're supposed to be charging out of you go i might just go and charge out at 80 bucks an hour like that's like that's what my old company used to do so yeah. it's like i'm going to do exactly the same thing yeah um but 
around charge out rates and also um i guess reconciling money but also chasing it up as well that's the biggest pinch point for for us particularly is um getting paid in the shortest amount of time as possible yeah um and i think that's probably a, a massive pinch point for everyone in this position yeah. like um you know probably the only industry on the planet where you know you do the work and then it's like paid later yeah it's it's like it's Pretty like what yeah exactly it's like you need to sign in it that's exactly right and it, it's 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 backwards because yeah. you know we've all got our own lives outside of the business as well and you know if the business isn't getting paid then i'm not getting paid yeah. like my my employees will always get paid yeah. but you know it's it stresses that get added um already to a mountain of other things with running a business anyway. And financially, it's probably the biggest thing that everyone feels the most. It's for doing work and then not being, I guess, rewarded. Well, you shouldn't even be rewarded. Like, yeah. that's what a service is and that's what you should be getting paid for. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was that. And then it was um, hiring for me. Um, some of the tips you guys taught us with doing those sort of evergreen ads on Facebook and targeting like specific audience sizes as well. I, I had no idea on really how to utilize that. And I'd ne I had received so much um, traction from that. People were going, oh, wait, we saw your ad. Like, that's what you're offering? And I was like, yeah, that's what, like, that's what we're offering. And they were like, how do you afford doing that? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you know, those are the incentives that we're going to provide for our employees at our company. And it, yeah. um, even if you don't necessarily get someone out of that, then the um, the exposure that your company's just got, you know, people are like, oh no, I've seen you. Like, for instance, one of those, um, the ads that you put up with me on it uh, as the testimonial, like I can't tell you how many people have spoke to me about that. Yeah. Like, it is just astronomical amount of people have been like, oh dude, your face is all over my Facebook. And I'm like... First of all, I'm sorry for that, guys. Like, I knew it was just a testimonial, but I didn't know it's going to be getting, you know, dispersed um, at such a high degree. But, um, but yeah, just little little things like that. Again, like I'm not a marketing agent, I'm not an advertising person either, so we don't know any of that kind of stuff. And if you've got someone trying to trying to teach you, and I'm going to say hold your hand through that, which is essentially what you guys are trying to do, right? It's trying to push us in the right direction. So um, we've got those tools to go down there because at the end of the day like a lot of us probably go oh, i might just put an ad out on gumtree which you know you might get some hits on it but not in the digital world that we live in right like facebook and instagram are just most people are on their phones doing that kind of stuff like yeah. constantly throughout the day so it would be those two things which um, have helped me the most and that's why i mentioned i hired um uh, uh, an electrician who has just started today actually so and that's yeah, it's it's amazing. I'm really looking forward to that actually. Five days of five days of work a week. I know he's going to be here with us, and um, now I can actually structure my business around him being on site at all times, which is a game changer for us. Yeah, yeah absolute game changer. But so there's pricing. Do you remember? I think it's you know one thing's where you price it up, but then it's learning how to structure it in a way. That yeah, it's perceived values is actually great value for the client and something they understand so there's less confusion that's correct less it's some all these sort of things and then also in the hiring front like speaking of that as well like just before the show uh we we're talking around 
applying the right amount of stress in the right areas. Yep. You hiring this tradesperson now is going to force you to think on work generation. Yeah, absolutely. It's good stress. It's like going to the gym and lifting weights and your muscles grow. 100%. That's the growth we want in your business. So it's going to push you forward. It's funny you said that because the moment I knew he was starting was the moment I like I booked in three weeks of work and I was like I was like it's it's now that he's here Kieran is like you know you need to go out there and you need to make sure that there's weekly work and and it was it's sort of the kick up the ass that you want and um it's yeah it it actually motivates you to go out there and to sort of chase chase work and yeah it's exactly what we need so you know my favorite thing to look at man is in a strategic boards we we track all of your revenue of our members and my favorite thing to look at is when you hire that tradesperson you see the little bar graph with one trading yeah and then the revenue just goes boom yeah it just this it just shoots up it does it's so cool especially from sole trader like or just having no tradies full-time to a full-time tradesperson it's because of that energy you apply to getting the work and filling the schedule. Yeah. And now you've got like this efficiency factor that you don't have as a sole trader because you're doing everything yeah. as a sole trader. You're trying to, you know, fit in the jobs, organize the parts, do the jobs. You know, you're trying to have a family life and be with your partner and everything else that goes along with life. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. I can't wait to see yours go next shot. Yeah, well, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it too, actually. So we've got some potentially some quite large projects kicking off a little bit later on in the year. And um, it's just going to be good to see what we're capable of getting through. Yeah. And then, you know, I guess we can sort of scale a little bit further and go, well, we managed to get that done quite easily. What's the next step for us as a company? Like, do we want to tackle something a little bit bigger and then see how we go with that? So, well, what are you thinking? What's next to you? Oh, well, you want to move back into the commercial space for your work? Nah, uh, maybe only in one aspect. So, we do renewable energy, we do sort of domestic construction, and um, in New South Wales, we do the we're part of the level two ASP scheme, which means that we can connect up to the local grid, which um. I love doing that work. It's it's exciting. It's you've got that element of danger, I guess. You know, playing with <laughs> playing with live cables and all the rest of it. But um the the plan would be to have three prongs off the trident working essentially five days a week. So if I could get enough work with level two work running five days a week all day, um, you know, every week of the year. And then renewable energy working um again five days a week and domestic construction. Like that's that's the that's my grand plan. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, taking steps um, at the moment on how to get to that point. So I think we've got a, a good team for what we're doing, but we're sort of stretched across three um, three different areas. So everyone knows about uh, something a little bit about something in all those three areas, but I'd like to train people up and just say, look, this is your zone and this is what we're going to focus on with you. And I'm going to try and build a little team around you now and then yeah. do that kind of stuff. But like people. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's exactly right. Like if someone's already got the, the certificates and the skills, absolutely. Like that's, um, yeah, that's something that you can definitely throw money at yeah. for sure, because that's such a great investment for your company as well. Yeah. So what's so? Let's jump over to working with live electricity. Yeah. What's the most hectic thing you've seen, um, like an experience that you've had with the live electricity? 
oh, we uh, we weren't even doing level two work, and one of the phases came down on the on the poles. It was just lying on the ground, and um, everyone in the street was just uh, and like I was screaming at people, basically telling them like, you need to stay eight meters away from that at all times, guys. And there's just people that are completely unaware of like the dangers of electricity because you can't see it. You can't necessarily, you know, you can, you can touch it, but you've got to go and, and touch the metal things for that. Um, but yeah, that, that was probably the craziest thing I've seen just, uh, down power lines on the ground and just people just unaware of how dangerous that kind of stuff is. Because you can't see it. No, but that, that's exactly right. They're like, well, you know, I, I can't feel it or see it at the moment. It's like, well, yeah. when you do get to feel it, it's not a nice yeah. sensation to, um, to have that going through your body at all. Yeah. It's enough to scare anyone. So yeah. I remember rocking up to a um, the big factory switchboard upgrade we were doing, and so I had the head of Western Power out uh, doing it uh, site inspection just to run over the job and make sure everything was going to be all right. And we had to put a new floor mount um, transformer out the front. Yeah, it needed a lot more power. power. Yeah, so he came out, and we both I had said, "Hey, how's it going?" And then all of a sudden, this truck drives off with its tipper up and drives and we're like stop and both of us like literally said hello and we see this truck and we're like, holy crap and he just drives straight into the power lines street oh, phase oh jeez boom hits the power lines it goes and like sparks come down over the truck and the guy's like holy crap and he's in obviously rubber wheels oh, yeah yeah and so and then he go, opens his door oh. we're like don't stay in the truck fill up both down he's like don't come down don't come out oh gosh you know if it was going to be live like yeah, yeah. As soon as he touched or come close to the ground, would have gone through him. Into- oh, the difference of potential, man. Like, particularly if he was that close to it. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. the scary stuff about that kind of things, you know. And the first thing to do is your, your knee jerk reaction is, I want to get out of the car. And you're like, and the people don't know that. Yeah. yeah. And that's the scary thing about electricity. There's so many scary things that it can do. Yeah. And there's so many reasons that you just need to respect it. So. Yeah. All right, so while we're on the topic, what's the biggest lesson you've learned as an electrician, tradesperson, or as an apprentice? What's the big lesson? Oh, shit, that's a massive lesson. Test for dead at all times. Like, these things, like, I think, like, they're a little bit like a death stick, right? People go, they they, they treat this as gospel. They're like, you know, they... they Who's holding a vault stick? Yeah, a vault stick, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, so they utilize, sometimes people just think of that as gospel and they're like, well, it must be dead. But um, using your proper testers to actually test and see if there are any dangerous voltages on that, it's probably the most important thing. That and then locking things out, putting a padlock on it and actually labeling it up because um, a lot of people are guilty of just whacking some tape on there or not even doing that, just turning it off in a switchboard. And um, I guess that's, that's where you hear of those really scary stories where people then grab on cables that they think are dead and then I get then I get thrown off and they unfortunately don't make it you know so um, it, it's it's definitely around that respect piece on electricity and just testing for dead and making sure everything is is not live essentially because yeah, yeah it's just it's it's not worth it yeah. gosh it's not worth it but yeah that that that'd be in a nutshell so. I remember hearing a story, um, one of the guys was working on the a switchboard and it was uh, a live switchboard, but then it was one of the old asbestos boards and you oh, yeah. work with the cables and everything that was happening there. Um, and so this is back and forth, like 
dead at all costs. So, oh yeah, yeah. So like, they they needed to find out which was the neutral for the unit because it was like twenty yeah. units or something in this complex, and they had to find the neutral. So they took out the neutral they thought it was and it tested it with the moximeter. Dead. Yeah. So dead neutral. Yeah, this is probably one for the RCD. And then um, you know they turned around, tested it, went back to grab grab the neutral, and it, someone must have turned the light switch on. Back at like just a line, yeah, yeah, one point five mil cable. Yeah, grabbed the cable. It became live. He became the circuit. Yeah, and then went through him, and it was holding on to it, and it couldn't let go. And then held on for a couple of seconds, and was able to like fall into the ground, broke free of the cable, and yeah, didn't didn't die. That actually happened to me uh, when I was young, about ten years old. I grabbed, I had a lava lamp that had an inline switch, and it was still plugged into the wall. And I think the active or the neutral came out. It would have been the active came out of the switch and I didn't turn it off and I grabbed it to put it back in and it actually like I was on and then it, it no I couldn't let go and then eventually like it threw me off and I was only young and I had no idea what had really happened and I just sort of got up and walked out into the kitchen and just carried on with my day and I think <laughs> exactly so I think from that point on I was like yeah just that story just rings so deep in, in my core I'm like yeah don't be getting zapped by electricity it's yeah. just a horrible experience so cool all right so uh just to wrap it up you're in our program now three years to freedom yep so obviously you can get there way sooner than that when would you like to get to operational time freedom ideally oh look it it oh, an ambitious goal like a year or a year and a half would be amazing like um yeah that'd be should be a crazy it'd be it'd be crazy but it'd be awesome like um but that just comes down to like personal drive like i guess anyone can achieve anything right that's it um and if the the reward is so great which i think it probably is then yeah like a year and a half would be a fantastic time to be able to sort of not step away but you know have the business running at a capacity sort of without you having to oversee everything you know well, that's the point. The operational time freedoms is the office manager runs the business for you and then you can focus on being BDM, yep. strategy, or, you know, you, you're going to continue growing the business. Otherwise, you're bored shitless like I've been a couple of times. But yeah. But like, you got to you got to work on something because that's the passion, that's the fulfillment, that's your purpose. Yeah. So, um, but it does give you that ability to be like, hey, let's go to Fiji next week. All right, cool. Let's do that. <laughs> exactly. And the business will be profitable without you there. So that, yeah, that's that's the that's that big golden egg right there isn't it that that sort of time freedom that you can have a business operate without you having to make it operate because yeah. that's that's yeah everyone gets stuck in that position where they're like if i'm not there then it's not going to operate the way i want it to and it's yeah. well you can you can outsource that stuff and the right people will help you do that so which is yeah, that's that's exciting. So, which I'm really excited about actually. So, for you as well, might be good. Uh, we've had people do it like from one tradie to 16 staff in 18 months. Yeah, other guys that um, in the academy now, um, six six staff to 28 staff in two years. Like, yeah, Steve, yeah, he's killing it, still good. That's crazy. Yeah, so he came in, you know, uh, like about six months ago, and is is really loving it. So. Is he what? Gee, six to twenty-eight. That is phenomenal growth. Yeah. Is he in the service? He's uh, in solar as well. So solar. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm catching what you're kicking there. So I get it. Yeah. 
solar's solar's a it's a good sort of game to be in at the moment so yeah that's exactly right so i'd love to emulate something like that and i think you know you guys are giving us all the tools to do that so yeah man cool exactly thanks for joining us no worries thank you very much it was a pleasure thank you thanks guys